Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh, yes. In Christ, we are redeemed. In Christ, we are saved. In Christ, we are made righteous. In Christ, we have eternal life. In Christ, there is therefore no condemnation. In Christ, we have victory. In Him and in Christ, we are more than conquerors. So when I say beloved in Christ, it carries more meaning than just the rhetoric, beloved in Christ. In Christ, we have meaning and fulfillment. We have hope. We have assurance. Oh, yes. It's only in Christ. In Christ, we have peace. Oh, yes. For he keeps us in perfect peace when our minds are stayed on him. Yes. In Christ. Brothers and sisters, in Christ. We thank God for another opportunity to hear his word. And I thank you all for this partnership, for this fellowship that we share in daily devotionals as we access the will of God. This week, the Lord is taking us through the trajectory on the subject of love. On Monday, we looked at a general reflection on love. And on Tuesday, we consider the fact that love is obedience to his word and his will. And yesterday, we looked at the fact that love is divine. When we, are, when we love, we are operating in the class of God. For God is love, so whosoever loveth God, God is in him. Yes. Whosoever loveth God and doeth his will, God is in the person. So then, that is First John 4, 17. What it means that we operate in the class of God. So love is divine. So we are going to take another perspective of the subject of love today. What is love? Love is what given. But coming to the general subject of love, Jesus said in John 13, that a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, 
that ye also love one another. Verse 14 says, uh, sorry, verse 35 of, verse, of John 13. It says, by this all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. So it is not about the blowing in tongues, speaking in tongues, going to church. The one qualification that distinguishes us as disciples of Christ, followers of Christ, is when we love one another. But today we are looking at the subject of love as giving. And we come to John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave. So here, one of the indicators of God's love was God's giving. And not just giving anything, the most precious gift, his son, to us. We're in a season that many are giving. Giving. It's a season of giving. And many have budgets. And I know some friends during this period... They can have a full room full of gifts because of their positions. So everybody wants to give to them, basically to, you know, to mark themselves that, yes, you helped me, so there's a show of my appreciation. Whereas there's nothing wrong with it, let's consider the other side of giving. In America alone, it is said that 465 billion, billion, not million, dollars is spent on presents and gifts every Christmas day. One day in America alone, 465 billion dollars is spent on presents and gifts on Christmas day. Beloved, let's just oppose this with some things. A water well will cost about $5,000 and will provide 250 people for 20 years. Just an investment of $5,000 will feed 250 people in a village for 20 years. When you give this gift to a village, you can buy a meal for 300 people for $120. I do a lot of charity work and I know I feed 200 people every other, every other month. So I know these figures very well. $120 times three times a day times 356 or yes, uh, 350 you know, uh, 65 uh, days a day, a, a year plus the cost of water well means that 
300 people could be fed and provided water for a full year for just $136,400. I've done the math. So with the $465 billion that is spent in America alone on presents and gifts every Christmas day, look at what it can do. It can feed and provide drink and water for 1.2 billion people a year. And according to the World Food Program, WFP, there are only 795 million starving people on earth. So what America alone, just one country, spends on Christmas gifts a day can end world hunger in a year. If we avoid gifts and use the money to feed the poor, there will not be the need for world hunger. This is sad. It's only when we do the maths that we see how sad the situation is. Many people are, who are receiving our gifts do not even need them. I have so many gifts I have not even opened over the years. That's serious. Because of my position, Yes, I mean, people want to give gifts to me. But one of the best gifts I received was from a lady who said, I am giving this amount of money, not to you, but to support your charity work. And I was so glad. Because by the grace of God, though it was a big amount of money, I could afford it. But the people who really need it are the people far below me. The people who are beneficiaries of my charity. The Bible says in the book of Psalms that when we consider the poor, oh yes, that is in Psalm 41. It says, Blessed is he that considered the poor. So there's a blessing that comes in considering the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he shall be blessed upon the earth. And the Lord will not deliver him unto the hands or unto the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of his languishing. 
the Lord will make all his bed in his sickness. So much as we have to give as a show of love, who are we giving to? And where are our gifts going to? It does not mean that we don't have to show appreciation for those who have done things to us. But what we are saying is that when we go down, when we can take a percentage of that and go down, instead of going at our level or going to people above us, when we go down to the people below us, it carries a lot of blessing. Jesus said in Matthew 25, when I was sick, you visited me. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was in prison, you visited me. When I was wandering, you brought me in. Six ministries. Lord, when did we see you hungry to feed you or thirsty to give you drink or naked to clothe you? And the master responded, because you did it, even unto the least of the brethren, you did it unto me. Beloved, Job says that when I was a youth, I discovered the secret of the Lord. And he said, I was blind. I was an eye to the blind. I was, I became a leg to the lame. That was the secret for Job's prosperity. As we're getting closer to the Christmas, have we had a budget? Have we put aside something to make others smile? Love is given. But let us be careful where we give and who receives our giving. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God, lift the light of his countenance upon your lives and grant unto you his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.